TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Going back through your questions for Ask Andy Anything and seeing a few about Vegas. Andy wants to know, will we be live from the Super Bowl this year? Well, not the actual game, no, but yes, Super Bowl week, Radio Row. It is our return to the site and the home of the grandest stage in sports. The answer is yes. We will have shows Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday from Las Vegas, and we will actually be in a radio studio that night. So our Vegas affiliate will be hosting after hours while we're on site that week. And I know most people, most shows, most hosts prefer to be on Radio Row. We could have been on Radio Row. We we had the option to do our show from the Mandalay Bay Convention Center overnight, but I actually declined. Uh, number one, the acoustics won't be nearly as good in a wide-open conference center, a wide-open convention room as they would be in a radio studio or as they will be in a studio uh, number two, producer Jay would not be able to run the soundboard if we were in the convention center. Someone else would have to run the board. And so it's better uh, that he and I are in an actual studio with a control room. And then another reason is I'm I'm not super keen on being the only person in uh, a huge convention center and maybe a one or two security guards walking around. <laughs> I think I would prefer just to be in my comfort zone in a studio. Again, the acoustics are really the biggest issue because it would sound like you're in a cavernous room with no people uh, at 11 o'clock at night, Vegas time. So we will be from a studio in Vegas, but we'll be on Radio Row Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday as part of the CBS Sports Radio contingent. And, of course, we're already working on possible guests. And there's always some surprises, which is cool. And the people we encounter, we'll do pictures, we'll do videos. Haven't been to Radio Row since 2020 or 2020 uh, in Miami. Before that, it, it was Atlanta. We did Minneapolis. We did Houston. We did San Francisco. Where else did we go? Well, this is pre-producer Jay. Huh. Trying to think of where else I went, took the show. No, not Green Bay. Well, Green Bay for a game, but not for Radio Row. Minneapolis was definitely cold. It snowed every single day that we were there, and the temps were... This is the morning that I finished up the show. As I went from Minneapolis on that Friday morning before the Super Bowl to Wisconsin, Cowtown, Central Wisconsin, to visit my Grammy Helen, who lived, who lived just two hours from Minneapolis at the time. And that morning as I was driving to visit her, the temperature in the rental car was minus 17. And that was without the wind chill. <laughs> but it was beautiful. I had rarely seen Wisconsin, the middle of Wisconsin, in the snow. And it was gorgeous. Some of the photos that I have, Grammy would not go outside um, so, because it was so cold. But I kept going outside to take photos. And it was beautiful. But that was cold. It was it was very cold, and and uh, the 
the Radio Row portion was located in the Mall of America, and it was a zoo because it was roped off, but it wasn't a separate spot. We were literally in the middle of the Mall of America in the food court, and so it was jam-packed. We were so, uh, by the time we got toward the end of the week, we were so packed in like sardines. Uh, that was <laughs> that was fun, though. We had a really good time. Uh, Hannah Teeter, who is from the area, uh, she was she's an Olympian, uh, Winter Olympian. She was on the show, and oh, also... I think that's where I met Jamie Erdahl, who's now on Wake Up or Good Morning Football, excuse me, on NFL Network. She's a Minneapolis native, I believe, so she was there. I'm trying to think who else. Oh, Dan Orlovsky, we had fun hanging out uh, because he was experiencing Radio Row for the first time. So, yeah, it was it was a good experience, but man, Minneapolis in the wintertime is not for the faint of heart. But they had a brand new stadium, of course, and so it was being shown off, which is what typically happens when the NFL christens a new stadium they get a super bowl within a couple years and that's why it's in vegas for the first time because allegiant stadium is rocking and rolling and ready for some action uh we'll be at mandalay bay the south i think it's south convention center uh and then staying at a hotel that's within walking distance so looking forward to it never been to vegas it will be the first time and maybe the last time who knows we'll see how appealing it is but i've already got some fun personal plans while I'm out there because I want to take advantage of this first ever trip to Vegas. If you missed my conversation with Johnny Avello, who's the director of Sportsbook for DraftKings, he's a guy who's made his home in Vegas for 45 years and has some great suggestions uh, about what to see and what to do and also how Vegas is preparing for the influx of people. He actually believes that Vegas will be really happy to see the people leave when it's time to go. <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy busy weekend, but it means a lot of money. Not that Vegas wouldn't be making money anyway because of its connection and really its its center of the sports world when it comes to the gambling portion. Plenty of people take the trip to Vegas just to be there in the casinos and at the sports books during Super Bowl week. And so it's always been real busy. But now you add the people who are there specifically for the Super Bowl, and it's going to be nutso, even more of a circus. We're excited. We can't wait. It, it'll be Jay's first time on Radio Row, so it's eye-opening. I remember when producer Tom went for the first time, he was blown away. Chris went, of course, too. It's it's nutso. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. I will be answering more of your questions for Ask Amy as I can get to them on both Twitter and Facebook. Thank you for your interest. And uh, we look forward to continuing this tradition now into year number 12. It's the longest-running feature we have here on After Hours and never gets old. Let's hope that by now, Draymond Green has decided that his antics and getting suspended are, in fact, getting old. He is back with the Warriors. He did his own podcast in which he admitted, this on the volume, that he nearly retired and Adam Silver talked him out of it. But now addressing the media before he plays in his first game with the Warriors, he's anxious to get back on the court as quickly as possible. It's urgent from a professional standpoint because I wasn't hurt. You know, at least my body wasn't hurt. Uh, My mind was hurt. My feelings was hurt. Uh, But... It wasn't like some injury cost me off the floor. So it's very urgent because I've cost my team enough. You know, I've cost this organization enough, you know. And so um, it's not a time for me to just come back and be like, all right, I'm going to take my time and get back when I can. No, like you caused this yourself. 
He's taking accountability. He sounds different to me. Now, it's easy to sound different in the moment. But he does sound as though he is ready to be accountable. And also, the fact that he went through counseling, and the league did mandate this, he went through a bunch of sessions and then also Zoom calls with league officials and union officials and team officials. I appreciate that Draymond is smart. He is open. He's honest. He's candid. He's a leader. He's emotional. He's really good at his job. And this is one new perspective that maybe he needed by going through some counseling. If you're here just to satisfy some obligation or satisfy some public opinion, you're wasting my time and yours. And and that was the most important thing for me that I could hear because that wasn't why I was there. Draymond even open about what his therapist told him. If you're just here to check a box, then you're wasting my time too. And honestly, for anyone who's ever been through counseling, I went through it when I was in college for a couple of months. It's hard work. If you do it the right way, it can be painful. You feel very vulnerable. In order to get to the root of some of your your challenges, maybe your mental health issues, your your conflicts, whatever it is, it's hard work. A friend of mine had said to me, going to a therapist is is accessing tools that you don't have in your tool belt, essentially. You have some tools that you can use to deal with conflict or to address your your mental and physical health. To admit that you need help is a big step in and of itself. But therapists are trained to give you other tools to help you deal with anxiety or depression or, again, other mental health challenges. Or in this case with Draymond, the fact that he couldn't control his emotions or didn't want to. Either one is a, is a problem. And he said that it was good for him to talk to someone and to kind of uh, see a different perspective. And Steve Kerr agrees that this could be a major turning point for Draymond's career. What makes Draymond great is his uh, bravado, his emotion. Um, what makes Steph great is his confidence uh, mixed with his humility. And it's, an, it's interesting um, to watch how powerful humility can be. Oh, I love that from Steve Kerr. Yeah, Draymond's been humbled. Now, does that mean he comes out of it with humility? I hope so. He wants to remove the antics moving forward. He plays on the edge. His emotion is part of what makes him so good at what he does. Why? Because he's passionate. And I know that because I speak as someone who is exactly the same way. My passion is what makes me really good at what I do. It makes me tenacious, determined, committed, willing to go the extra mile. I never give up. Even when it thing it looks like all hope is lost. All of those things stem from my passion for what I do. And really from my passion for family, for friends. My passion for anything that I undertake is what keeps me going when it feels like it's impossible. And for Draymond Green, his passion makes him a damn good basketball player. One of the best in the league. 
Steve Kerr sees that. Steve Kerr gives him a ton of responsibility. And Draymond is really smart and knows that he's got to be able to channel that passion and that emotion. Instead of letting it control him, he's got to use it. And most of the time does use it as a positive, as an asset. He's the spirit. He's the heart. He's the soul of the Warriors. They need it. But he's got to recognize that this could all be gone, too. He's got to recognize how much he has to lose. And there comes the humility. There's no such thing as irreplaceable. There's no such thing as unforgettable. There's no such thing as forever. There are consequences to your actions. And maybe, just maybe now, he's come face-to-face with that. And even though he had said he thought about retiring, that would have been in the throes of emotion too. He cannot let his emotion dictate his actions and his behavior because that's where he gets in trouble. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. This revelation from Draymond I thought was really insightful. I mean, he talked about his kids and wanting to be an example to his kids. But the fact that the NBA suspended him indefinitely, he believes, was a huge positive. When it is indefinite, you don't know what that means either. You know, and so that could be, like, who knows what. It's indefinite. And so, but like I said before, I think having the time allows you to process those thoughts. And I'm also appreciative to the league for the indefinite suspension. You know why? Because it was no goal to return. You know, it was no, all right, I'm going to work and get through these five games, so as soon as the five games is up, I'm back. Like, you know, a part of the indefinite in returning was being in a better space. And so to allow my mind to process what it looks like in getting in a better space, I think you're able to then sit with those thoughts. But to, like, sit for five games, I'm targeting the return date. There was no target until two days before it was announced to you all that I'm, I, the, the ban would be lifted. How about that? If it had been a five or seven game suspension, my entire goal would have just been to survive it, get through it, get to the other end, finish the race, quote unquote. But since I didn't know, I had to do the work or I wasn't going to be allowed back. Yeah, he's so smart. I've said so many times that if I could choose one current athlete with whom I would host a radio show, even just one time, it would be Draymond. He's entertaining. He's funny. He's really smart. He's quick-witted. He's clever. And he knows a ton about basketball. My hope is also that he recognizes this is no longer about just Draymond, right? Your actions, not only do they affect your family, your kiddos who who are going to see this eventually on YouTube or on the internet, it also affects your teammates. And I heard him say as part of the volume that he is brokenhearted that his actions have caused people to question Steph Curry. That his actions have reflected so badly on his teammates that now Steph's leadership is under fire. Hey, if you were a better leader, Draymond wouldn't get away with this. Nah, Dre's responsible for his actions, not Steph. But he hates that it's reflected poorly on his teammates. And not just that, but that he's left them in the lurch. 
And he said that as well, which I really appreciate. If not for him, because he cares enough to make a change for him, which I think he does now, then how about the people who rely on you? And that's part of what triggers with people who are as passionate as Draymond. And again, I'm speaking from personal experience, personal perspective. A lot of what he does when he gets out of control is protection for his teammates and is being there for his teammates. He cares about those people. And if he can see how his actions reflect so devastatingly on them, but also leave that leaves them in such a lurch, then maybe that is what causes him to hold back or causes him to exercise self-control the next time this opportunity comes around. And believe you me, there will be other chances. Guys will go after him for this reason. They will attempt to get in his head and draw him out. They'll attempt to goad him into screwing up again. He's been exposed for all the world to see. His opponents know how they can potentially get to him. They want him kicked out. And they want him suspended so they don't have to deal with his basketball. You show an athlete or a team a weakness, and they're going to try to exploit it. And this is Draymond's weakness. So he's got to be careful. Wherever the line is, he needs to step back two or three steps and listen to his teammates and his coaches when they tell him, Dre, knock it off. You're in the danger zone here. You're not helping us. John Morant's coach also speaking out about the loss of his superstar guard for the rest of the season and just want to shoehorn that in because this is tough for the Grizzlies to have to deal with. But even more than that, it's a tough blow for Ja. Gutted for him. Uh, feel for him. It's a very... Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively... Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Fortunate injury, um, obviously we're working on, you know, finding the best care for him, the best surgeons to give him the best recovery. Everything we've gathered so far is he'll be ahead of schedule, um, you know, with his timeline before next season. Uh, obviously we feel for him, teammates feel for him, uh, but we're going to be there for each other. And our guys have been uh, rallying all season long. I uh, love the strides we've been making the last week or two. Just got to keep pouring into that, find the best version of the Grizzlies, um, and just keep playing better basketball. Taylor Jenkins gutted for him, of course. Why wouldn't you be? 
And I want him to also be in a good space like Draymond, where he's making smart decisions, where he recognizes that there are dangerous temptations out there if he doesn't stay disciplined, stay accountable, and really stay part of the team as much as he has to be separate from them to go through physical therapy and rehab and all about that. So there's, yeah, this is tough. It's tough to be dealt blow after blow, even if those situations you created yourself. It's it's still tough to feel like you can't catch a break. And so now you've got these two very different examples from the NBA of guys that, yeah, they're going to have to take care of their business. Moving forward, it's tough to do. But you know what? If it was easy, everybody would do it. On Twitter, A-Law Radio, on our Facebook page, too. Coming up next, well, a man that I consider a friend, but also a special guest, because you thought pork rinds were just pork rinds. You thought pork rinds were just pigskins. They're not. But also, Mark Singleton, who's the VP of Rudolph Foods, is partnering with After Hours for us to get our show on the road to Vegas, and we're so pleased to work with him as part of Super Bowl week. After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Getting you to the good half of your week. It's the Hump Show on After Hours. The countdown is on to Las Vegas and, of course, the grandest stage in sports with the playoffs starting this weekend. Supersized wildcard weekend. We've got reunions on our minds. We'll talk more about it as we head through the second half of the week. It's our hump show after hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. And you just heard me talking about the hot honey pub mix, a special pork rinds recipe. And why do I talk about pork rinds? Well, because, first of all, I went through an entire bag of the spicy barbecue uh, last week. And second of all, because I love, love, love the perspective and the mission of Southern Recipe Small Batch Pork Rinds this time of the year. So we're pleased to welcome back our friend who's joining us from the Dallas area, Mark Singleton, VP of Rudolph Foods and an early riser, which is how we found our show. Mark, Happy New Year. Hey, Amy, Happy New Year to you. Listen to that energy at what is 4.27 a.m. Texas time. How do you do it? Oh, man, you got to get up early to make a couple of hundred million pounds of pork rinds a year. <laughs> That's true. Okay, tell people what you've told me about how popular pork rinds are, but mostly how much the business has grown since you started working with Rudolph Foods. Well, it's hardly me. But over the last 20 years, people have found out that, that, that pork rinds are just a great snack option. What was once, you know, a, a real Southern and Hispanic specialty food, kind of a niche food, has become a keto Dorito. I mean, uh, oh, my gosh, we've got people eating pork rinds uh, all over. As a matter of fact, uh, six times as many people eat pork rinds today, or actually it's three times as many people eat pork rinds today as they did uh, just 15, 16 years ago. We've been sharing some of the recipes that you and I have talked about, some of the ones that piqued my interest uh, in our last conversation, like coconut shrimp. We just talked about the hot honey pub mix, the seaside nachos. Uh, People may not realize that they add a bunch of extra flavor, and you've described it as a bacon-y crunch. Who doesn't love bacon? Oh, 
oh, you know, and we've got all these great football games coming up, and, and, and people are entertaining, and people are tailgating, and we just want to continue uh, to talk to, to, to your audience about what a great low-carb option, what a great bacony crunch that pork rinds add to almost any recipe where you've got a breading, uh, whether it's fish, chicken mm-hmm. strips, almost anything. I even do a dredged asparagus rolled in pork rind crumbs, dredge what? it in eggs. Oh yeah, take asparagus, dredge it in egg, roll it in pork rinds, throw it in the air fryer. Man, it, it, it's bacony, crunchy asparagus, good, uh, and, and really good for you. Mm-mm porkrinday.com and you can find some southern recipes small batch pork rinds in a grocery snack aisle near you also at a convenience store which is the only place that producer jay shops for his food uh porkrinds.com another website with some great access to recipes now pork rind appreciation day celebrating its 15th anniversary why is this so significant mark Wow, and Amy, you know, you've been with us uh, in this effort from from the start. Uh, Rudolph Foods, you know, we're a family-owned company. We were founded in 1955 by John and Mary Rudolph. We're still owned by the Rudolph family today. Hmm. And they really love giving back to their community. And and gosh, uh, 16 years ago, uh, Rich Rudolph said, Mark, how come there's not a pork line appreciation day? And I said, well, I don't know, Rich. I, I don't think anybody's... Anybody's ever asked for one. So we started looking into it, and we made the decision that like we could raise a lot of money for a great charity and uh, raise some awareness for pork rinds. And so we got our great governor of the state of Ohio 15 years ago to declare uh, Super Bowl Sunday, Pork Rind Appreciation Day. And we've been raising money for the Gridiron Greats and, 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 and celebrating the biggest pigskin holiday of the year ever since. Why does it matter? Why does the money that goes to the gridiron greats matter? Wow, yeah, you know, there, there's there's the 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 the, the, the bell question, the, the bell ringer question. You know, I, you grew up, I grew up, just really loving this game. I I loved what it did for me personally as a player. I love the discipline it instilled in me. I love the teamwork. I love my coaches, and 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 it's just such a great game. And 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 the heroes that played it um, in the seventies and sixties, they didn't make a lot of money. I mean, you've interviewed them uh, before on your show, and some of these guys are are making ten thousand a year with a, a horse trailer as a signing bonus, mm. uh, and they just didn't make the big money. Kenny Houston was a teacher in the off season. Uh, uh, so many of these guys had second jobs in the off seasons. They didn't have the pension that they have today. And and we saw a real need. And we and, and the guy that was doing the best job out there of getting attention and focus and money, and that's what it takes to fix things is attention and focus and money, uh, was Coach Mike Dicka. And, and, and what what a delightful human being, and what a what a, a real um, uh, a hero of the game, because he's been raising money uh, and awareness for over twenty years uh, for the Gridiron Greats, and we teamed up with them, and it, it's just been the the best partnership in the whole world because we help these guys, these retired players, and their families deal with medical and financial hardships that most people. Um, wouldn't have they didn't do the destruction to their body i mean i only played uh, through high school and i still have aches and pains that, hmm. that are and and these these guys played some um, 10 15 20 years and and, and the, the ability to help them with medical assistance transportation costs housing assistance uh utilities medication 
Uh, we've even helped. Uh, I, I was part of an effort to get one player's knee replaced by a doctor here in Dallas and provided the flights, the operation, the hotel for his mom to stay and helping during recovery. Coach provided all of that. And it's just such an honor to work with Karen and Coach and, 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 and Brian Erlacher and Mike Golick and, 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 and Ron. Um, it, it's just such a thrill to work with these people to, to raise money and awareness for this great cause. Mark Singleton is the VP of Rudolph Foods, but I now consider him a friend. Uh, getting photos all the time of his great fishing es- escapades, as well as uh, the, the entire snow mound that he built for his grandson. Uh, was it over the new year? Was that when you did it for Asher? Uh, Archer was, uh, uh, that was Christmas Day. Man. Oh, Christmas Day, Christmas oh my gosh. in Texas. Yes. Oh my gosh. So really cool. Uh, great grandpa as well. I mean, not great grandpa, but I mean like a great grandfather I to could you. Be. I, I, I could be soon. So don't, don't, don't cur- come on, Amy. It's a little soon. That's true. Who will we get to talk to on Radio Row in Vegas when it comes to the Hall of Famers? Oh, man, I am so thrilled. I mean, I mean, Steve Largent and Kellen Winslow are, are good on greats this year, our Hall of Famers. And, and, you know, they had such great careers. Steve was a wide receiver for the Oilers and this, uh, mainly the Seattle Seahawks. NFL Man of the Year, receiving yards later twice, which, by the way, CeeDee Lamb just uh, got. Uh, Bart Star Award, NFL 1980s All-Decade uh, Team and the NFL 100th Anniversary Team, not to mention a congressman. Uh, mm. Steve's just just bringing a lot of energy and a lot of great information uh, to people this year as our spokesman uh, and just helping us uh, get the word out about the Gridiron Greats. And then Kellen Winslow Sr., uh, uh, a member of the NFL 100th anniversary team, 75th anniversary team, two-time receptions leader, and uh, just, just a tremendous, tremendous individual and a tremendous advocate for the players that came before him, the players that laid the foundation for the NFL. We always get the invite to the big party, Mike Ditka's <laughs> party. So is, is this worth attending? I kind of feel like you have get stars in your eyes. You've told me about some of the people you rub elbows with. Oh, listen, and by the way, you can go to org. And you can buy tickets. It's the best party in Vegas. <laughs> uh, they're, 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 I, I, I mean, it is so much fun to take your friends and family there. We've done this for 15 years now. And when someone gets to meet their hero, their Michael Irwin, their Troy Aikman, their Chris Berman, their, their, their Joe Green, their Jack Youngblood, their Dan Reeves, the, you know, the, 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 once again, the heroes of the game, you see them just go glass-eyed, <laughs> you know, and they hand their cameras sheepishly. And the great thing about the party, since we're raising money for their friends, their buddies, their, their, you know, their brotherhood, and we've talked about that before, the incredible brotherhood of these players, no matter what teams they played on. Uh, um, uh, it, it's just an amazing opportunity uh, to, 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 to bring together uh, great fans in a great setting, and, and celebrate some great players. It, it's the best party in Vegas. I, I encourage all your listeners to get on the internet, go to gridirongreats.org, and find out how they can attend the party and uh, be there with us. 
So porkrinds.com and then porkrindday.com and gridirongreats.org, all these awesome resources. Mostly, though, we are building up to Vegas and Radio Row and Super Bowl week, and we're so pleased to partner with you this year. Super Bowl 58, and it's a historic, obviously, first time in Vegas. My first time in Vegas, so... Yeah, I'm going to need some good advice, some counsel about staying out of trouble. Just kidding. I don't get in trouble. I'm kind of a goody <laughs> Well, I, I mean, Vegas is, is, is I mean, what an incredible year this is going to be. It's going to be a great Super Bowl. It's going to be the first time in Vegas. Vegas mm-hmm. is really lit up for this. I mean, they are fired up about this. <laughs> and, and we're going to have some quite great stories you've got to talk about. I've been listening in. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, and, 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 and boy, some of the stories of the playoffs, mm-hmm. the, 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 the games the reunions. that were decided on the last weekend. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, Pack versus Dallas again. I mean, <laughs> this is going to be incredible. It is. All right. So we will see you very soon. We're pleased to partner with you. Love what you do. Love to raise awareness and money for the Gridiron Greats. And, of course, as I mentioned to start, it uh, doesn't matter what time of the night it is, I can still go through an entire bag of the spicy barbecue. But the one I haven't tried yet is the blackberry habanero. I'm still waiting on blackberry habanero. <laughs> well, I, we've got a new one we're working on uh, with uh, country western singer Ian Munzik that I'm really excited about. It's, it's a huckleberry jalapeno. Whoa! And, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's been playing with it with us and and uh, uh, we've got some great flavors coming out. You That's mentioned yummy. the hot honey. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it, it, it's one of the real fun things. You know, when 20 years ago you were talking about uh, how, how, how the categories grow, there was plain and hot. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Now we've got pineapple ancho. We've got yes. chili cheese. I like that one, too. And, and, yeah. And, and, you know, we've really uh, just seen people – and we get such good ideas. You know, all the recipes we talk about, Amy, all of them uh, come from customers that that are using pork rinds in ways that we'd never seen before. Mm. They write in to tell us about it. They share it with us. And, and indeed, uh, you know, during our sweepstakes this year, uh, there, somebody's going to win $5,000, a 15-month supply of pork rinds, and then one in 15 of them can get tailgating or, or, or cooking prize packs. So, you know, we've got a, a, a lot of incentive out there for people to play our uh, pass the pigskin game <laughs> and, uh, you know, maybe maybe uh, use that uh, $5,000 for a new uh, kitchen outside or a new cooker for this spring. Listen to him so spending your money. All, yes. <laughs> man, yeah. <laughs> all right, Mark, we'll see you very soon. Porkrinday.com, porkrinds.com, the recipes. And, of course, we're talking it up as we get ready for Vegas. Thank you so much. Amy, appreciate it. Have a great morning. Thank you, you too. Listen to the energy. I need to tap into some of that energy that he's got uh, at what is now 440 a.m. Central Time in the Dallas area. But soon, it'll be Vegas time, and that's where we're headed. All right, coming up, uh, if you haven't heard the story of Russell Wilson from the Broncos' perspective, well, it's interesting. It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. You're listening to After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Firing for the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! Touchdown! Takes it himself to the pylon. Touchdown! One man to beat 10. He's gone. They throw in the end zone. Cut. 
Touchdown! Peter Gang this. He's inside the five. He's to the three to one. Top steps. Southern Salting into the end zone. Touchdown! The people have spoken, and one score stands above the rest. Here is your TD of the week. The Buffalo Bills. Jake Bailey punts this one away. It's a wobbler. Backing Hardy up to his own five. Gets to the 10, to the 15, through a hole to the 20. 25, 30. He could go. 50, 40. They're not going to get him. Deontay Hardy going the distance for the touchdown. And we're an extra point away from a tie ball game. What a play by Deontay Hardy. He backs up and retreats to almost the goal line. 95-yard punt return for a touchdown. I tell people all the time, you never know when your moment's going to come. Um, it's always just standing in the process um, and just always being ready uh, when your number is called. So, you know, it's definitely a blessing to be able to go out there and make a play, um, especially um, given the situation, uh, offense not really going. Um, so to be able to, you know, create a spark and, you know, get us going a little bit. Definitely a blessing. Deontay Hardy with a punt return that not only hold the Buffalo Bills into a spot where they were in a position of strength, dealing from a position of strength instead, um, but is also potentially so much more than that. In fact, I saw one Bills fan who sent me a tweet calling it the most critical play of the Bills' entire season. Now, they had to win five straight just to win the, well, to make a playoff spot, win the AFC East. But yeah, early fourth quarter turning point against the Dolphins, and we'll see what kind of momentum they get from it moving forward. Thanks for all of your votes. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Did you know that Russell Wilson's future may still be in Denver? It's eh, interesting. According to Sean Payton, that door's not closed. There's so many things that go into um, a decision specific to the quarterback, which is significant, obviously. Um, so it's too early at all. I, I, I spent half an hour with Russ yesterday, um, you know, and I, I told him, I said, look, uh, you know, I don't think it's going to be a long, drawn-out process, but, um, but it hasn't been decided relative to what our plans are. And uh, um, But as, as soon as we know something that – that uh, certainly, you know, he would be the first to know. <laughs> you think? He'd be the first to know? It's interesting to hear what George Patton said about why Russell Wilson was benched and that it actually had nothing to do with the contract. During the bye week, I did reach out to, to Russ's agent in a good faith and, and creative attempt uh, to adjust his contract. Uh, we couldn't get a deal done. Uh, we moved on uh, with our season. It, it, didn't, it didn't come up again. Fast forward week 17, Sean makes a change at the quarterback position. Uh, this was a football decision made by Sean, what he thought was in the best interest of the team. This was completely independent of any conversations I had uh, with the agent. Again, it was a football decision uh, made by Sean. Uh, in regards to ne negotiations, you know, I'll just keep the specifics private. Um, out of respect for, for really everyone involved. Uh, negotiations are hard. You have difficult uh, conversations, tough conversations, and, uh, and you can characterize a negotiation really any way you want. And we always try to handle ourselves professionally and uh, in the best interest of the Broncos, and, and this was no different. 
I don't know. It seems disingenuous to me. Russ obviously told a different story, and it seems like we'll find out whether or not he's on the roster moving forward. But it seems like mostly the Broncos are trying to recoup money and salary cap space and didn't want him to get hurt because of the bonus that they told him they didn't want to pay. And also, if they truly did threaten to bench him going back to the bye week, which is what Russ said, then everything we just heard from George... Ugh, how can that even be considered accurate or authentic? It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. We always try to end our hump show with something that will fire you up or make you laugh. And uh, he wasn't laughing. Uh, the Toronto Raptors head coach just had a fit following the, the loss to the Lakers by one point last night. What happened tonight? This is completely BS. This is shame. Shame for the referees, shame for the league to allow this. 23 free throws for them, and we get two free throws in, in a fourth quarter. Like, how to play the game. And this is not happening first time for us. Scotty Barnes is going to be all-star. He's going to be the face of this league. And what, what's happening over here during whole season, I've been holding it back. It's a complete crap. It's happening a lot. But I'm telling our guys, be professional. Keep fighting. Keep going for the next one. But until when? For how long? That's Darko Ryakovich. And uh, it's complete crap. It's a complete crap. <laughs> That's going to be my new favorite rant. <laughs> it's complete crap. <laughs> Wait, <I> <laughs> Not only is that a Hall of Flame candidate that's brought tears to my tears to my eyes, but what a drop that is. We're gonna use that over and over. That's better than Kawhi's laugh when he was in Toronto. It's complete crap. <laughs> that better make you laugh as you start off your Wednesday. We'll talk to you tonight. It's after hours, CBS Sports Radio. Boom! Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.